Here we go, a little NBA talk today. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Bet Outside. This is going to be an NBA Week 1 recap. Uh, we're going to go over some struggling teams, surprise teams, go over some of the top rookies, and then kind of what's upcoming on the on the slate this weekend. So it's been a fun week of NBA action. Uh, we went 2-1 and one on the Instagram bets today. Thank goodness, because I was I was on a little slump there, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but we went 2-1. and one. Laurie Markkinen over 19.5 points hit. He had 24 tonight. Uh, the Heat minus two and a half at the before undefeated Blazers, and they crushed them. And then we tried with a little uh, Lakers money line at plus 175. Didn't quite hit, uh, but, you know, plus 175, we're taking a chance. So two and one, good night. Uh, but So we got to move on. Let's give some more bets. So um, please like and subscribe this, like this video, subscribe to our channel. We appreciate everyone following. Um, we're going to do NFL, NBA. We mixed in that World Series, so we're covering as many sports as we can. So. Uh, exciting time in sports, that's for sure. Ryan, how are we doing today? I'm glad to be back on camera. Uh, last last video behind the scenes because of my baseball knowledge. I'm still working on it. I'll get there. I'll get on a baseball video soon. But uh, yeah, figured it'd be best to give it to some guys that actually played and sit in the back for a little bit. It was de- it was definitely a good idea. Yeah, I know your <laughs> baseball knowledge. It's just MLB the show, and that's about it. So hey, I'm good at that fun. game though. World Series right here. We got one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, this is gonna be fun. Let's talk some basketball. Uh, let's start out with some struggling teams. Uh, so there's some, there's some, we know it's three, four games in. We know it's early. Um, it's just recapping week one. But we're going to talk about if it's time to panic for these teams yet. Uh, first one, 76ers. Let me just start out by saying this. I've said this for a while now. Doc Rivers is an extremely overrated coach. I don't understand what he has done that has made people think he's awesome. He goes to the playoffs, but that's because he only likes to coach teams that have a lot of talent. He doesn't do anything with them. He hasn't done anything with the Sixers team. He struggled. It's because he won the one title in Boston when they got KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen together. Am, Don't am forget Rajon. Rajon Rondo. He was a dominant point guard back then. Defense, passing, everything. He had him right. too. Yeah. 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 He had a dominant four. Okay, so he's overrated. Doc Rivers is overrated. Okay, the 76ers team is one and four right now. Uh, they're struggling. They, they don't get a lot other than from their top guys. Uh, they're 22nd in defensive efficiency. When I looked yesterday, uh, they, what do you got on these guys? Cause I, I just don't see it when I watch them play. James Harden is just okay. Um, you know, they just look kind of slow and isolated basketball. James Harden's kind of gone back to his scoring ways. He's averaging like 26.8 points per game. He wasn't doing that in the playoffs last year with the 76ers. Um, Joel Embiid's having a lot of turnovers. He has like three and 3.8 turnovers a game. Um, last time I looked, it might have been before uh, last game. Uh, so that's not good for a center. So more turnovers than assists. That's terrible. Um, they're like dead last in rebounds per game as a team. Um, obviously, when you're not that's making great. baskets, yeah, and you're not playing good defense, um, you're going to get out-rebounded typically. But last place, when you got Joel Embiid, uh, that's not a good sign at all. Uh, and they're not passing the ball great either. They're 24th as a team in passing. So you can't be doing those things as a, as a team for sure. Um, no. And it's just the two no. guys involved. You're right. It, it is. I mean, I mean, to, like tonight, I think I just saw uh, Tobias Harris had like three points. Didn't take many shots. Tyrese Maxey took 21 shots. So, I mean, it's the Maxey, Harden, Embiid show. And, uh, and I just doesn't, I just don't think, I've always thought this, but Harden's kind of a, he's a momentum killer. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, 24th in assists. I mean, they just don't play great team basketball all the time. Um, and so Joel Embiid does look slow sometimes, but, you know, he's not the problem. 
Uh, Matisse Thibel's not playing at all. So, nope. I, you know, I don't follow the Sixers enough to know why that happened. But I, you know, in my head, he's one of the top 10 defensive players in the league. Um, and they might need some defense. So I, I know he doesn't score a lot. But yeah, th- this team, to me, it is time to panic, you know, because and when I say time to panic, they're going to be fine. And they'll figure out a way to make the playoffs or and all that. But I just don't think they have what it takes to even contend for a title. I really don't. And and they're going to be better than one and four. I mean, this is just, you know, a rough start and all that. But I don't know what you think. I, I just think in regards to title contending, they're going to have to mix something up, make a trade. They're going to have to do something. I, th- I think you're right as far as title contentions. I, James Harden, like you said, dribbles the air out of the basketball. I think he's kind of back into those ways, and that does not help. Yes, his his assists and his stats all look great, but as you can see team-wise, it's not anything fantastic. So it's like, okay, one guy has the ball the entire time. He gets the stats. Um, and then when playoffs come, he doesn't do that. He doesn't show up. He collapses in playoffs. They need help around it. And Her- Tobias Harris and Maxi are good players, but if they're not in rhythm going into it, I don't know. It's... And yeah, you know, Celtics it, Bucks are still looking good. So yeah, yeah, Bucks yeah. are looking dominant. Um, it's kind of weird because if you look at them on paper, they're they're a decent team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Harden, mm-hmm. Harden has some strengths. Um, and Bede's one of the top big men in the game. Tobias Harris can is a three and D guy. Uh Tyrese Maxey's really coming on as a young player who can score. I mean, mm-hmm. they do have the pieces. And this comes back to my Doc Rivers thing. I don't know. There's just something about him where he just doesn't get the most out of his team. But that's just my opinion. Um, that's the Sixers. They're one and four. We'll see how they uh, how they bounce back from this. But uh, the next one is the Miami Heat. So they're like they were one and three. But as we did this video, they just beat the undefeated Blazers tonight in Portland and uh, won me a bet, too. So that was nice. So so they've won two games now. I'm not really worried about this Heat team just because of the toughness they play with. But listen to this. They're dead last going into tonight's games in blocks per game. And they're second to last in steals per game. That's strange to me because this is a defensive-minded team. So I think they're going to be fine defensively and figure it out. Um, You know, they just they're too tough and too well coached to you know to struggle. I think they struggled shooting for a few games. It's it's so early that um, I think they're going to be fine. They're the third worst offensive team um, in points per game coming into tonight. I think they put up like 115, 120 though tonight. So that will help. Blazers. So yeah, I mean, these stats are, you know, they're going to change right now. It's only four or five games in. So yeah. what do you think of the Heat? I, I would say panic time for them as well because of as far as play playoffs and title. Like they have one guy and that's Jimmy wait, wait, Butler. Wait, wait. Like playoffs, like making the playoffs? No, no, just... I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, okay. but, but like you were saying with the 76ers, as far as title contestants um, and winning the NBA championship or winning the East, um, I just don't see that. But you're, you're relying everything on Jimmy Butler because um, they have Tyler nobody Hero. after Tyler that. Hero. Tyler Hero can score. Tyler Hero's stepping it up. He's playing better basketball uh, this, you know, this season so far. He's averaging like eight rebounds a game right now, which is crazy for like a toothpick so, out there, it seems like. But. Dude. He, oh, I don't know if he's a tooth, but he's not big. Yeah. Um, he had 15 boards two games ago. <laughs> what the? They just is he like, Rudy Gobert? Right. Maybe he just landed in his yeah. lap. All 15 got lucky. Just right to him because that's crazy. But yeah. like they need somebody else. They absolutely do. Um, Bam is turning the ball over like crazy. He has like four turnovers per game right now. Like what is that? What are you doing? You get two assists per game, three assists per game, and you've got four turnovers. Yeah. That's, that's not, not good. good no, that's yeah. brutal. I mean. Yeah. 
No, I agree. Yep. I think the Heat are going to be fine. They'll be a top four, top five seed. Um, but mm-hmm. we talked about it before. They're going to need to trade for an offensive piece. They they really do. And then they got to you know they got to be better defensively than they've started a little bit. But I think they'll get there. So um, yeah. let's go to the third team. Uh, Nets. They are <laughs> one and three, I believe, as of this recording. That's Ryan's team. The Brooklyn Nets. Listen, there's not a lot going well for these guys. Um, and we talked about in our our when we debated teams and, and did some prediction. We mentioned what team needed the fast start the most. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Brooklyn- yeah, yes, because they got three heads on their team that need to win. Because what was? Uh, let me quote uh, Mr. Ryan here. Uh, winning cures all. I think that was the exact line. Um, and takes care of the drama. Well, guess what? It ain't it ain't helping right now. So, and I could be wrong if they might be one and four because they just lost to the Bucks tonight, or maybe they're one and three. I'm not sure. But um, it, it's not pretty. Uh, they can't compete with the top teams. Ben Simmons isn't scoring at all. But yeah, uh, here's here's their problem. Opponents have the highest three-point percentage going into tonight. Against They're them? giving up the highest three-point percentage on, on opponents. And the second highest field goal percentage. Ugh. They're not playing much D. Ben Simmons, who's one of the top three stars, is averaging, what, what's he scoring? Five a game? Six a game? <laughs> I got it right here. 5.3 assists or 5.3 points. Oh yeah. Okay. Dominating. So here's the one thing the Nets are doing well. Uh, this is something we learned a little bit today. <laughs> they are, they are crushing the league in screen assists per game. I know what you're thinking. What in the heck is that? So here it is. It's when you set a screen on somebody and the ball handler is the one that scores directly off of that screen. So maybe they're coming off the screen, popping a three, which could be with Durant and all those guys. Um, Or they go right to the hole and score, pull up for a jumper, anything like that. So they're averaging like 14 screen assists per game. Next next closest is like 11. It's such a pointless stat, probably. I mean, that just shows you how they're playing basketball right now, though. So... They need better team ball. They need more out of Simmons. Simmons has to go to the hole. He's got to be more aggressive. Um, but again, he's limited. No jumper. So uh, I, I do think it's time to panic. I thought it was time to panic going into this season. So you tell me what you think of your team. Right? <laughs> I don't think it's time to panic. Um, not yet. And they don't need to start winning quite yet. But they have to start picking it up because you're right. If they don't, then the drama will really start. Ben Simmons needs to be more aggressive. He's shooting a decent field goal percentage, 45%, but he's shooting five times a game or trying to attempt layups or dunks five times a game. So you can't get more than that. Five a game. Five a game. Yeah, something around there. Yeah, like you got to put up a little bit more than that. Uh, I think a bigger issue is uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irvin's uh, three-point field goal percentage. Kyrie's shooting three-pointers. At a 21.9% clip. That's not good. That's really bad. Uh, so, it, well, if you're not shooting very many, uh, okay. No, no. He's shooting eight a game. Eight three-pointers a game and making 21.9%. That's terrible. That's, it, no. It's not It's not good. Again, we will say it is a short sample or a small is. sample size right now. So, you know, they could easily get hot. These numbers are turned around and it's and it's nothing. But um, it's something to keep an eye on because if he's not shooting well, they're in trouble. Yeah, so I, I can see that that number goes the way it's supposed to be going and be more around 37, 38, and then their wins can go up. Uh, same with Kevin Durant. He's, he's shooting 31.8 three-point uh, three percentage uh, from the field or from the three-point line. That's not good either, especially for a score shooter like Kevin Durant. So get those up. Uh, ben Simmons... 
shoots a few more jumpers, not jumpers, but layups and dunks than five a game. And I'll think that I think they'll be just fine. The the stat that you shared about the defense, I do agree with that. That's the that's the scary one because I don't think they have any perimeter defense. They Kyrie doesn't no. play defense out there. Um, when they you know when Kevin Durant's got to do off all the offense and Kyrie all the offense, it's tough to play both ways the entire game when you're when you're getting older. This team's not winning a title, guys. This team is not winning a title. Okay, they could make if they make a big trade and they change it and they win a title. Don't come back on me. I mean, this current roster is not <laughs> winning a title. Thank so, you. what if if they did do a trade or if they could do a trade? How would you? What would you trade? How would you trade? I don't know what that would look like. Like it's hard. It's hard. Um, I don't know what they have for draft picks and all that. Probably not a lot. Um, but if they had some draft picks, I would say they need a they need a big man who can help. Um. You know, I don't know. Maybe move Ben Simmons down, you know, to more of a forward type and get a true point guard. I, I don't know. They, they might need some more shooters. I I need to look at their entire roster more to really see. Um, but, I mean, obviously right now they're struggling defensively, which could get, could be unlucky a little bit or not. But um, you, you can't win a title relying on Kyrie and KD because they're not at the peak of their careers anymore. Yeah, they're um, on I'm the downslope a little bit. What was that? They're definitely on the downslope a little bit. They're definitely not yeah. on the peak or prime. Yes, uh, Katie and I, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, what do you think they need? You know, what would what would help them? Uh, more so, my question was, what would they have to give up instead of what could they get? I mean, you know, you go get anybody. Gilgers Alexander yeah. from the Thunder, and that changes the roster completely. But you're not trying okay, to give up. Off. If you did that, you'd have to give up your everything. Exactly. <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. So what – I don't yeah. know what you can give up to uh, get somebody good. So I, I think know. that's the issue. And, and even if you try to trade Ben Simmons now, I mean, is his trade value that high anymore? Not right now. You know? Nope. Yeah. So Mm-mm. the Nets are in trouble. Is it time to panic? I say no. I mean, it's it's always been time. So, yeah. Steven's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Um, anyways, and Steve Nash, by the way, is a new coach. We love him as a player, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have – he's jumping into trying to handle this team. That's not freaking easy. And I'm yeah. pretty sure KD wanted him fired in the offseason too. So, Which is weird because I think both great. of them wanted them. <laughs> both oh, Kyrie did? and Ky- Ky- Kevin Durant wanted him, yeah. I'm oh, pretty sure. When they hired him. Right? Yeah, when they hired him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but KD and Kyrie, you know, any day they wake <laughs> up, you know, they're in. So, all right. Next team, Lakers. Last struggling team we're going to talk about. Ugh. You know, I wish we had those two other guys on when we talk about the Lakers. Uh, they're 0-4 now, I believe. They just lost to the Nuggets tonight. Yep. I have some stats that are going to blow your freaking mind on this Lakers team, okay? First of all, they are the NBA worst three-point shooting team. 21.2% from three-point range. That's going into tonight's game, so keep that in mind. It might be a little different after tonight, although I don't think they lit up the scoreboard tonight. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe Ryan can check that um, on how they shot from three ball tonight. But, yeah, either way, look. it's 21%. Um, they are 30th in field goal percentage also. They have shot the sixth most three-pointers in the league. Okay? So you're thinking – if you're a terrible shooting team, maybe you just don't take a lot and you'll be okay. No, they are sixth most three-point shots going into tonight in the league, and they're making the worst. They have the worst percentage. They're making the least amount, 21.2%. That is mind-boggling. They are not a shooting team. I don't know what their coach is thinking. They need to change their game plan. I know LeBron is hucking up a lot of threes this year. 
Um, I don't know if it's to catch up because they're down all the time. They're average defensively. Like this team is a disaster and they need to change something up. They need to make a big trade or change the entire style of how they play. Um, Russell Westbrook, ready for this other stat? I got so many good ones on Lakers. He is two for 15 shooting so far on shots over 14 feet. Who keeps this stat? I have no freaking clue, but it's pretty cool. We all know he can't shoot anywhere now, but he'll keep hucking it up. Um, we bet on them tonight to have a chance because Russ was out, actually. Yep. It's one of the rare occasions where uh, one of the supposedly top guys goes out. We want to bet on him. So it didn't matter. They still lost. They were in Denver. It's a tough, tough game. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're shooting too many threes, and they can't make them. And I don't think that's a fluke, to be honest. Maybe they won't shoot 21% all year, but they're going to be bottom five. I mean, they don't have shooters unless they make trades. All right, I'm done on the Lakers. They suck. It's time to panic. What do you got, Ryan? Oh, definitely time to panic. Uh, just to let you know, they, they were on fire tonight from the three-point line. Fire. Yeah, what they did? 26.7. That's what they shot? How, what was it? <laughs> attempts wise? 30. <laughs> they shot 30? Eight, eight of mean, 30. Just yeah. stop. I mean, I know 30 is maybe not a lot for nowadays. Nowadays, it's it's still a lot. It's, no, it's too much. Lot. It's still too much for them when you're shooting that terrible of a percentage. Like Westbrook is shooting eight percent for the team. So you'd think, oh, he can't be shooting any, like, or shouldn't be shooting a whole bunch. No, he's shooting four a game and he shoot eight percent. Eight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they need Kuzma back. He's playing like a he's playing like a mm-hmm. a man who uh, wants to prove himself. But okay, well there you go. Lakers suck. Uh, we knew it before the year. Well, I knew it, but uh, some people didn't. It wasn't you, I don't believe. <laughs> nope, I think it wasn't that was me. Tyler. I was laughing at him. I almost went off the mic and threw my headset. Yeah, I was done. I was like, right. yeah. no, there's no chance. Lover. He's a LeBron he lover. That he team was built terribly. Um, that GM better better watch out for his job. I think he got an extension, but I don't think that matters. In LA, if you are losing, it's not pretty. So they're going to waste for a while, though. Yeah. I guess they did they win did in the win. bubble. I forget that. Yeah, in the bubble. Um, so anyways, and they're 0-4, and AD is very due to get hurt. So that's where the Lakers stand. Uh, let's go to some surprise teams. Enough of the negative. Jeez, right, so yes. much negativity. First team. Here we go. Yes! The Portland Blazers. Trail Blazers, Ryan's favorite team. I'll, like, I'm just going to take it away, Ryan. Take it away. 4-1 now, by the it? way, because they did lose tonight. They yeah. did lose tonight to my heat. I'm disappointed because uh, I like the Blazers, but uh, we won the bet, so I can't be too bad. So good job on that bet. Um, Damian Lillard, how can you not like him? I mean, he's playing good. I'm not exactly exactly sure how he's played tonight. We were messing around with pre-recording stuff, so I'll watch the game later after this video to see exactly what happened tonight's game for him. Uh, but 33 points per game before tonight's game, uh, 50% from the field, 40% from three-point line. I mean, just dominating. Um, five rebounds for that little guy. But he's not passing the ball much. 5.3 assists. Uh, Anthony Why? Simons. Because he's scoring too much. Yeah, true. All he does is pass that forward, hit from the logo, and turn around. <laughs> I guess yeah, that, that does work. Anthony Simons playing well, like I was kind of hoping and predicting. Um, he got a lot of playing time without C.G. McCollum and Damian Lillard last year. So it's helping out this year. Grant playing good defense. Uh, high field goal percentage, doing what he needs to do. Um, it's a heart. He's like Josh Hart's like six four and is averaging uh, before tonight's game like ten rebounds a game. Like that's insane. Um, that's, that's knowing his role right there. I think he's from Villanova. I think when they had some good teams. Um, real quick, uh, Simons is a stud I and mean, he's becoming a stud. 
I think mm-hmm. he's in a pretty efficient scoring too. But um, one more thing on that, Nurkic is, I think, top five in rebounds per game. So he's getting after it. Um, so, you know, that's that's huge for them. Nurkic has always been, you know, and me and you talk about Nurkic, we're like, is he good? Yeah. I mean, is he, he's not bad. He's not great. Um, but he, he's a piece. So he, he's rebounding the ball so far. Um, yeah, did you have anything else on them? Because I got a few stats on them. Yeah, they're a good rebounding team as a team, um, and they're playing some defense. So it's kind of what they needed. Yeah. They haven't been playing defense the last few years, so that's kind of yeah. surprising. And I don't think they've had the hardest schedule yet. So um, we'll see how their that defense helps. is. They just played the Heat and gave up, you know, I don't know, almost 120 or something tonight. So Ouch. Um, this Blazers team, you know, first of all, Dame, it's awesome to see Dame. Like when Dame dominates, he's one of those guys that can carry a team, as you saw by when he took him to the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if he can get his CJ McCollum part two, Mr. Simons, if mm-hmm. he can continue this run, and he's young still too. Um, and then you got Nurkic, if he's still going to be playing well. And Jeremy Grant, you did mention he's going to be a big pickup. I think he's averaging 17 a game also. Um as kind of a third piece. So, um, yes. I mean, and he's playing some D. So, I mean, you know that this team ain't bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I need to see them beat some quality teams before yes. I uh, I say that this is all, you know, it's not going to be an easy, easy road. So, yeah, good good start so far for your Blazers. It'll make up for the Nets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about my team. Here we go. <laughs> This is, I'm telling you, I'm in love with this friggin' team, this next one. I don't know why. I do know why they're awesome. The New Orleans Pelicans. I freaking just love them. You got CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Zion. Listen, I know Zion's already hurt. I understand that. But he's already going to be back this, he's coming back this road trip. So I think he's coming back for next game. So it's just, he's out for two games, I think. Yeah, and this injury wasn't something that, like, he pulled or hurt. This was him falling down because of a guy got a block, so... This wasn't yes, one of those you. pulled yeah. and hammy or you know weight issue knee issue thing. This was just falling down on a hard and, ground, and and that happens to everybody. Now stop yep. interrupting me while I'm talking about my team. Okay, <laughs> Zion is the man. So last game they were out Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Herbert Jones. Okay, three starters. They're two best players by far. Am I right, Ingram and Zion? Oh yeah. Okay, thank you, thank yep. you. And they beat the Mavericks. This team is good. I mean, Trey Jones stepped up. I think he had 24. Um, they're they're just they are a top tier team. Let me just give you some things. Going into I think yesterday, they were the best paint scoring team in the game. Get ready for this? They're scoring just under 63 points a game in the paint. Wow! And I realize that 25 of those a night is Zion. If you see a Zion shooting chart after every game, it's like only circles around the rim because it's only it's like layups or dunks or floats. I was gonna say it's a layup chart. Yeah, or a missed layup, and then he grabs his own board and then dunks it or something. Yeah, yeah. everybody bounces so off of him, and he just grabs it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's good at that. Um, I had him out on a rebounding prop one time, and I think he got three boards on just his own missed shots in one position. Um, they're, so they're the best scoring t- team in the paint. Uh, they're the best team in second-chance points per game. Again, that could be part of the Zion missing or someone missing getting rebounds. So... They're great rebound. They're second in rebounding in general at 53 game. Again, this stat might be a little off because they've played a game since then. Um, this team is is if you can't tell, they're absolutely just dominating the paint. Overall scoring wise, going to yesterday, they're second in the league behind the Warriors, scoring 125 points per game. 
This team is loaded. Like I'm telling you right now, don't, if they can stay healthy, do not wait until the playoff time. And then you start realizing, Oh, is this Pelicans team a surprise team? No, they are for real. They have CJ McFollum. They have Brandon Ingram, who is now an all-star. Everyone knows what Zion could do. Herbert Jones gives them great defense and he's a good role player. They are a legitimate basketball team. And that's all I got for you. Okay, your turn. No, that was good. I mean, you you covered it. Uh, we we kind of saw this coming uh, last year from the playoffs, what they did to the Suns or what they tried to do to the Suns. And was like, I'm not backing down. Why, why, why fear you guys? Um, and they played good basketball then. And it's just kind of rolling over. I think they got a really good coach and makes the team play hard. So I think that's a lot, has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, LeBron has to be not the, the very smartest or something because he wanted Brandon Ingram gone, Kyle Kuzma gone. What? Yeah, those guys would definitely help. I think the That's Lakers it. right about now. Like, uh, but I will saying. say, I think I don't remember who they got rid of exactly to get AD. But at that time, those players weren't that good, and they were young, and um, definitely they got Ingram. AD a one title. So you know That's they did win eight title. Yeah, that's a weird title though, with the bubble and three I months agree. off. I yeah, agree. I don't yeah. put an asterisk you next know to that one. Had a weird title. <laughs> you know who else had a weird title? It's going back to baseball. <laughs> the freaking Astros. <laughs> Go Phils. Yeah. Go Phils, baby. <laughs> All right, next surprise team: the Washington Wizards, three and one, I believe, as of now. Um, unless they played tonight, I don't know if they played tonight, but um, they are. Uh, they're playing some D. They got some decent players. And back to the Lake X Laker, Kuzma's playing well. Yep. He's averaging like 21 and 7. Um, he's kind of becoming that an all-star type player now every year. Um, here's what I'm gonna say about the Wizards. Uh let's we're not talking about them like being a top four seed or anything. They're still gonna struggle, but they do have some pieces. And um they beat the Pacers, Bulls, and Pistons so far. Those are not three good teams. So they have to prove they can win some good games. And maybe that's why their stats are so good, but they are they are giving up the fourth best opponent field goal percentage. So some of that could be luck because of the teams they're playing. But, uh, you know, they only played one good team, the Cavs, and they lost to them. So they, they have some decent pieces on the Wizards, uh, Kuzma being one of them. So, you know, with Bradley Beal. But, you know, I don't think they're that great yet. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Uh... Decent pieces if, you know, everything kind of works out and plays out well with Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Porzingis. They can be right around the bubble team, try and get a playing game and see what they can do in the playoffs. But it's probably going to, if they get into the dance, you know, one and done or out right away type of situation. Yeah. Um, but not bad pieces. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a decent thing to build around. Um, maybe get a free agent, you know, rookie, something like that in the draft, um, make a trade. So, yeah, definitely a much better team. Uh, curious to see as the NBA kind of goes along, like what you're saying, and get some games under our belt, kind of see where these stats are re- really going to be um, after yeah. playing bad no, teams and good teams, and it kind of averages itself out. Kind of kind of, got to wait for that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, just a so, little. I do have a question. Do you know how old Bradley Beal is? I actually don't know. Is he, like... I don't I, know. I'd like, probably say, like, 29-ish. 30s? Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah something like I'm that. not sure. Yeah, look that up for me. I, yeah, I got you. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's the Wizards. We'll see where they're at. But um, those are our three surprise teams, Blazers, Pelicans, and Wizards. I will say one other team is the New York Knicks, a team that you did mention. Yeah. Um, they're playing some good D. 
And they're playing some good D. I think they're like top three in opponent field goal percentage and three point percent so far. They have not beat great teams. They are playing poopy teams right now. <laughs> and it's not even great, as you call it, poopy teams. So poopy um teams. but but a good start. I mean, they're playing hard. Julius Randle's looking really good, uh, a little better than he was last year. And uh, you know, RJ Barrett's still, I think, averaging like 16 a game and, and still playing decent. So um, but good start for the Knicks. What you got? You got my answer? Yeah, I got your answer. And guess who was right? This guy, 29, 29 years yeah, old. Yeah. Really? He seems like he's been in the league for a long time, doesn't he? he? Yeah, he sure does. Um, it's yeah, his let's see, experience in the okay. league. Um, ten years. You're right. He's been in the league quite a while. Nineteen since he was nineteen. So that could be why. Wow. Well, that's why. That's probably why I thought yep. he was older. Okay, so. I mean, they got some pieces in Washington. They're they're at least a fun team to watch. You know what I mean? They're not they're not awful. So those are the surprise teams. Let's talk about some rookies real quick. Um, there's only four rookies averaging double digits per game right now. But I'm telling you, some of these rookies are coming in, and I don't remember exactly what it used to be like back in the early 2000s or anything, but I don't remember rookies coming in and just scoring 20, 25 a game. I know scoring is different now, but – some yes. of these guys are just coming in and ready to roll. So, uh, Caro for the Magic, everyone knows. I mean, he's averaging – he's every single game he's played, he's scored 20 or more points. That's impressive. So, that's helpful. But let me just say a few things about him. He, so, he's averaging 24, 7.5 rebounds and almost two blocks a game, which is pretty good. He's playing a lot, though. He's, this is in 34 minutes a game. Um, he has taken the fourth most free throws this year. He's a rookie. He's taking the fourth most free throws. And he's also taking 17 shots per game, which I think is more than like Jimmy Butler and a couple other veterans. I mean, this guy's shooting. This guy <laughs> is going to the hole. He's shooting. He's not afraid of it. Um, he's trying to just be the main man in Orlando already. So um, he's playing well. He's smooth, big player, 6'10", I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. I can't say anything. You, you nailed it. Like 6'10, 250, uh, going to the hoop and hitting free throws, uh, shooting nine a game. That's that's what you do. That's what you know veteran do, veterans do. And this dude's a rookie and coming and doing that. So very impressive, exciting future for this team. Or maybe not team, but uh this rookie and hopefully this team. Um I do like the magic, but they're not a very good team yet. No, they're not. Yeah, but he's good. Then you got Matherin for the Pacers. Um, he's averaging 22 points per game and six boards, but he's doing this in only about 27, 28 minutes a game. Um, and if you look at his percentage, I think he's knocking down a lot of threes. I don't know if he can continue this, but I mean, he's playing really well. My rookie of the year, uh, bet that I had before this season, Jaden Ivy, he's playing pretty good. Um, he's playing kind of like what I thought he's averaging 16 and five and a half, uh, assists per game. So He's playing well. Detroit sucks. Um, and Jaden Ivey is, is not, you know, he's not going to light it up from three-part range or anything. He gets to the hole well, very athletic, not great defense. But he's he's playing pretty well. And then Jabari Smith's the only other one averaging more than 10. But all those guys are actually averaging 15 or more. I mean, it's a big drop-off after these guys. So Jabari Smith for the Rockets, uh, he's had, he's off and on so far this year, averaging 15 and 7. But, uh, yeah, there, there's some of these top-heavy guys. I mean, these guys were all drafted early for a reason. So some of them are are uh, taking over already, some of these teams. So anyways, that's a little rookie talk. You got anything on that? But they just, you know. You, actually, I have a question for you. Do you remember rookies dominating like this? Uh, not really. No. I mean, LeBron, obviously, yeah. right when he came into the league. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Yeah. I, I know, like, like Kevin Garnett and, like, Kobe Bryant. 
they didn't do much because they were right out of high school. Uh, I'd say probably Tim Duncan. I mean, I'm pretty sure he won a championship as a rookie with David Robinson right away. Like, so he had, had some sort of impact. Yeah, he had a good team. That's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't. I think you're right. Rookies don't come in and usually uh, take over the league or do 24 a game like Boncaro. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. helps when you're 6'10", though, and yeah. just there's no big guys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the size of these kids now or if the fact that, you know, growing up, you're playing basketball like 350 of this <laughs> days of the year. You know what I mean? Like it's AAU's crazy, all that stuff. But I mean, you, yeah. these guys are naturally gifted too. So it's all that maybe. But yeah, there's some good rookies out there. So um, yeah, some upcoming games tomorrow. We got, there's only four games tomorrow, unfortunately. So um, I might give a bet out on instagram you gotta follow on instagram for these nba bets because you know we're not doing nba podcasts every day or anything like that to try to give you bets so you gotta follow us on instagram i'll post them on twitter too uh just a bit outside um thursday games we've got mavs at nets tomorrow should be an interesting one so the nets need a win and i don't think the Mavs coming to town is gonna help i think last time i checked the mavs were like top two top three both in offense and defensive efficiency uh christian wood by the way for the maps is playing pretty dang well um yeah i remember before the season my uncle mentioned him and i was like yeah whatever he's just a, a big man who shoots threes but he's averaging 20 something a game so he could be their their second piece behind luca there and luca's averaging is normal like we talked about like 30 game, points a game eight and eight you know every single night it seems like so he's yeah. he's Luka's a stud Luka. um but that's yeah typical luca so that's a good game Mavs at nets nets need a win like we said, Badly. they can't lose too many at the beginning. It's going to get ugly. So that's going to be a tough one. But Mavs are two-point favorites. Uh, next one is the Heat at the Warriors, which could be a good one. But the Heat just played tonight, so it's going to be a second of a back-to-back. Yes. Uh, Golden State has not been playing great defense so far. But, uh, you know, it, it could be a good game. But the Warriors are seven-point favorites. I think most of that is because it's a second of a back-to-back. Um, you know, the Heat could be tired a little bit. And the Warriors did not play today, I do not believe. Um, nope, so they didn't. So, anyways, those are the two games there. But um, the Friday games, there's two games on Friday that I'm really excited about. Uh, Cavs at Celtics. I, I really want to see this Cavs team. I know Garland's been out, which really sucks. Um, it's kind of affecting them. They're, I think, they're near the top on turnovers per game and all that. So, um, but I think that's a good test for them to go to Boston. Boston's playing well. Credit to them. I mean, they've been they came out of the gate hot after losing in the finals. You don't see that much. Um, no, they did. You're right. Yeah, I mean, Tatum's. Yeah, Tatum's playing good. Brown's yep, playing yep. good. Uh, they don't really have a real true point guard. I know Marcus Smart's handling ball six dimes some, but like, it's get the ball to Tatum and Brown and let them do their thing, and they're scoring at a good clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if you have a good defense that can get physical and, and really force them to handle the ball well, um, that's when you can kind of get after Boston a little bit. Um, but Donovan Mitchell is having a heck of a season so far on his new team. I mean, he's scoring a ton of points. They need Garland back to see what their full team will will be like. But I still I love this Cavs team. So um, another game. Here's a game I'm really excited for. You can probably guess why. Pelicans at Suns. Zion should be back. Um, I don't know if, how much Zion's going to play. I don't know how healthy he's going to be yet. But I'm saying at Phoenix. I mean, talk about a great early season test. You know, like the mm-hmm. Warriors just went to Phoenix and Phoenix took care of them. Um, this Phoenix team is is playing slower, good defense, um, and I'm just curious to see how how they can if they can slow down this Pelican team and get into the rim like they know how to do. So 
Yeah, what do you think about that game, that matchup? I, I think the Suns are a little too old for this young, feisty Pelicans team. So I would be leaning the Pelicans on that one big time, especially if hey, Zion's hey, back. Five and assists, okay. He can He's do his still... thing in the half court, but you get young, athletic, which the Pelicans have guys on him and pick him up full court and harass him. He don't like it. He don't like it. Old you, guy. You, you don't think Chris Paul wants to run the floor with Ingram and Zion? <laughs> no, he <laughs> yes, does not. Not, not at all. No. Yeah, not quite. Yeah, but mm-hmm. those are a couple big games. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna do a weekly recap. If we can get more podcasts out for NBA, we will. Um, we'll try to do one on a, the night before. You know, a lot of games where we can maybe give some bets out on the podcast. But you got to follow us on Instagram and Twitter if you want some NBA bets. Uh, we went two and one tonight. We had a little slow start, but you know, tough of the. Uh, tough on the first part of the year to know who's playing what minutes and all that and we've been kind of leaning towards a lot of player props lately too so um yeah so we'll get going on that and uh next video is coming out we got tomorrow night we're gonna record a little nfl best bets the big one of the week continue off another winning week that we had last weekend and uh thursday games ravens at bucks on that one so yeah we won't talk too much about that one but (laughs) Anyways, we got that video coming out, and uh, yeah, and by the way, just in case anyone didn't know, uh, Jaw Morant, Jaw's not his real name, <laughs> we were having a pre-video pre conversation, and I said, what kind of parent names their kid Jaw, as if like they didn't even finish the freaking word, like finish it. Anyways, it's short for his middle name, which I believe you said was Jamal, is that yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. Demetrius Jaw, Jamal or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I just want to point that fact out. You guys may have all known that, but uh, I didn't. And I'm only saying that because we uh, he's freaking dominating right now, averaging like 35 a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Super exciting. His three-point percentage is probably not going to continue with where it is right now, but he is playing very well. So, yeah. Did you have anything else in the NBA season? Any, any players that you you like watching? Or your Hawks are playing well, too. Trey Young is leading the league in assists. Yeah, Trey Young's playing good. Hawks are playing good. Um, don't think they've played a whole bunch of good teams yet. I'm just really curious to see, you know, 10 games, 15 games into the season, kind of where it kind of gets to be like, okay, what are what are each teams really made of? Who really needs to make trades? Who doesn't need to make trades? Who's selling? Who's buying? About 15 games in, we'll really know what's going on, and that's when when things really get to picking up, picking up. So can't wait for that. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. I agree. I, I'm kind of more of like a 20 game guy, but 15, 20, right in that range. Um, because three, four, like some of these teams are, you know, three and one, but three wins are terrible teams and one is the good team. Yep. So we don't know, who, we don't know who's who yet. Um, so we'll, we'll find out, but nice, nice week one recap to kind of just dip our toes into the NBA this year. We got a long season. So um, that's all we got for the NBA video. Uh, go Pelicans and go Phillies. Um, other than that, that's it. Like and subscribe. Thanks for everyone who's following. We're getting uh, close to 100 subscribers, so that's awesome. Keep that up, and uh, yeah, we'll see you later.